Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the um, WBRX Wake Up Call, 8:30 a.m. Monday morning. And it's always uh, it's just an honor and a privilege for both Sean and myself to be able to huddle up with the uh, the leaders within the organization. And we really do believe, by the way, that the people that are you know actively participating in these calls, you know, particularly at 8:30 on Monday morning. I mean, there's a ton of things that you guys could be doing a lot of different ways, and you've elected to spend your time here with us, and uh, we really do appreciate that. I mean, there's so much that I know that each of you could be doing, but these times are these days on Monday at 8.30 a.m. It's just a great time to kind of get the week started. I know that, um, you know, we, we just have, you know, years of experience in building this business, and we know that one of the most very, you know, highly important things that we can do is just come together as a group and uh, there's a lot going on within wellness biosciences right now. I know that uh, we just came off of a, a big week closing out uh, March, which is fantastic. And now we enter into the month of April. And what a great time of year it is! Springtime, so much going on. And and uh, you know, we just we we just look at we look back now at the first quarter of 2021. It's amazing how quickly time does fly, and we see that in many ways. You know, we've made a lot of progress. I mean, we really have some new leadership that's uh, moved into the organization, which we're thrilled about, uh, excited as as we can be about uh, you know launching that market out in Louisiana. Um, I know that we've got scheduled times to, or at least uh, you know we're going to you know solidify or confirm scheduled times to get in there uh, and be working with Nick as quickly as we possibly can, which is very exciting and. And yet, you know, so as as these leaders, because what will happen here very quickly, as you'll see, uh, is that you know there's a group of folks in the Louisiana uh, market that have people in Mississippi, that have people in Georgia, have people in Florida, and and so it goes. You know, it's like uh, Susie Carpenter up there in Idaho, right? Uh, you know, Susie is representative of a yet a new market opportunity, and you know, so whether it's Houston. Or you know uh, Fort Worth, or Dallas, you know, or California, or Idaho, uh, you know, now Louisiana. It's it sometimes people look and and as we're in the process, they start seeing the organization grow incrementally, and and you look back at let's say you know we go out to 2022, we look back to this time, and then at that point you have you know. 25, 30, or 40 markets throughout the country and, you know, representative of different cities and different states. And it's hard to believe that the company has expanded its market share throughout the country like that. But then you look back as to how that process took place. And it's taken place right in front of our eyes, right? So, so I know that when people get involved in this business, it's a very, it's a very counterintuitive business. It's very difficult for people to conceptualize how they have an organization that in the early stages is really based more or less on what they are doing, okay, what they're doing. But before you know it, that organization kind of takes on a life of its own, and, and you, you just, you're just amazed at how, at how the genealogy provides that type of growth. And we always say that you never know who that next person's going to be that will reflect tremendous growth of millions of dollars of monthly revenue, but that's the, the the new market growth is kind of how it happens, right? So if you just take a look at the markets that we that I just mentioned that we represent in, in terms of staging growth, 
Well, before you know it, each one of those markets has a foothold of a specific amount of business volume. Now, in some markets, you might have the majority of, uh, you know, and I'm just sharing with you my experience, and some of you are experiencing it right now, right? But if you look at your, your business, you say, well, right now, my business has a combination of me, um, and I'm out looking for new brand partners, and I'm looking for new customers, and then you have a certain, a certain amount of duplication that begins to occur. In most cases, you know, there's not as many leaders as there are people that are kind of, you know, willing to take instruction and follow. But if you have a leader that's leading at a higher pace, I'll just take Joseph Trahan as an example. I mean, Joseph has come on here pretty quickly, and now he's, you know, brought on some really good leadership. He's, you know, you talk about the Olga Chapmans, uh, you know, you've got the Stony Grimes, you know, and he's got, uh, you know, uh, Becky and Dina. He's got just a collection of various types of people in the business, and each one of these lines now begins to reflect duplication. Well, the best thing that Joseph can do is demonstrate to the rest of his organization continued growth. So what, what Joseph does understand, and we've had good conversations and he's completely aware, it, it's, you know, the whole organization is built on leadership. So what he's got to do is demonstrate, and what he's doing is demonstrating, he's just adding new lines to his business basically to uh, one to two every month. In other words, he's bringing on one to two new people every month. And now most recently, uh, you know, he's brought on Nick, Nick Braham, and, and, and Nick is out in the Louisiana market. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. I've got to make sure I get the pronunciation. Funny, Nick asked me how to pronounce my name. I need to make sure I, I know exactly how to pronounce his. But, but so just look at his front line. Look at, look at Joseph's front line. Now, you got Olga Chapman as an example, who went out last month and did $30,000 of personal group volume. Uh, you know, just brought on uh, Nick, who's a new PPC. He's got, you know, Dina uh, and and uh, Becky, Becky and then Dina, and then Lee. Okay, that's a whole other leg. And then you've got Stoney uh, up, in the, up in the Dallas market. Well, now the more lines you have in the water, the bigger the probability of a catch. And, and, and if you get enough lines in the water, as we say, you know, symbolically, consistently, you're going to have a catch on a monthly basis somewhere. So now what we're doing in, in our effort to uh, continue to grow his company is, is uh, you know, either Sean or myself or whatever is pertinent. I mean, I, I, you know, we're going to get out there. We're going we're gonna to certainly support Nick's opportunity to get off to a good, fast start. Why is that important? Well, as soon as somebody gets involved, just like when we were – you know, talking with Lee, right, who just recently got involved underneath, uh, you know, Becky and then Dina. Well, we want to be able to provide the support necessary for their sphere of influence, their contact base, because the early stages of people's growth is usually when you're going to get, usually not always, where, where you're going to get the most excitement and enthusiasm. And that's very contagious. You know, get around Olga Chapman a little bit, and when, you know, when I think of Olga, I just think of an excitement and enthusiasm contagious. Well, when you get around that, so, so today is an example, right? So we've got Olga, who we're doing a live meeting. She's got a phenomenal prospect uh, with Ozzy, and Ozzy, you know, sent out a, 
really uh, great email who wanted to get specific details in a lot of different areas of the business. I was so encouraged about that. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I do know that we're going to meet today, and I know that he's a busy guy, and I'm busy. Olga's is busy. I know Joseph's busy. But see, here's where leadership comes into play. So we're getting together, and he's got questions and concerns, and, and they're all legitimate, and they're all solid. Same type of questions I would have if I were looking, if I were looking to engage in the business. They're the same types of questions. And so we want to answer all of, his, uh, all of his questions, whether it's with regard to um, the, the network marketing model and how that interacts with Simmer technology, um, you know, and the homework that we've done, the research that we've done, and, and the business model, and, and, and for that matter, um, medical-grade um, CBD and the future growth of that particular product segment and how it interacts within our business model. And, and then the different ways that we can incorporate ourselves into his business plan, right? So now you get Olga, and then you've got, you know, new growth that she's already established from last month, and now this month, you got a new opportunity, and there's more, right? Cheryl, others that, you know, we, that we've been working with. So, so what we're doing is we're just spending, what we're really focused in on is spending the, uh, the time and the energy that we have on the few things that make the most difference. And as we do that, it starts to duplicate itself. We don't spend, you know, insi- you know, we don't focus on the insignificant many that make the littlest difference in the world. When I say, I'm not suggesting prospects for people, everyone's important. What I'm saying is that as you look at your company over time, you start to see this evolution of growth. And I'm just talking now, frankly, just about one organization, you know, that has really come on. But how did that organization get here? Well, think about it, guys. That organization got here underneath other folks that came and got involved. Now, you're going to see this, too. I want to be very candid and, and very transparent. Sometimes people get involved in your business, and, and God has a way of, of allowing our lives to be affected, and sometimes they're affected through people. And people get involved, and their intention is to go out and to build a business, but maybe, maybe they, you know, they, they didn't have the, the same type of, of uh, foresight, or they couldn't see the growth of their organization, maybe like a, a Joseph or an Olga <clears throat> or a Sarah Davidson or a Stone, or Stoney Grimes or an Olga Chapman. Maybe, maybe they couldn't see it in the same way that those folks could see it, but they get involved and they're here for just a, just a time frame. But yet they, God uses people to bring you other people. So our, our, our goal is to help people in any way that we can, um, you know, we, you know, we don't just help people, you know, go out and generate, you know, revenue through the business. That's important. But we try to help people in any way that we possibly can. So our heart as an organization is to work with people, meet them where they are, facilitate the growth of them, you know, and their opportunity within the business. But these are relationships and friendships, and, and, and we get together and we support one another. I, I've had many great conversations with you all that you all have been supportive of one another. You know, I, I was really, um, I, I was just um, flattered and, and humbled when we had our last meeting, as an example. You know, I, I, I paid attention to those of you that have been really, uh, you know, really supportive of the, of the growth of, of wellness biosciences arts. I just take Sarah and Jeff Davidson, they're always at every event. 
they're founders within our, you know, not just uh, founding PPC members, but founding members in terms of, uh, you know, people that invested in the growth of our organization, the company, when we first got the company launched. And they've been here since day one. Now, here's the opportunity. When they come to our events, they add value. It, whether they have somebody or they don't have somebody, do we want them to bring people? Of course, that's, they know that. I mean, they're, they're as worth that as anybody. And I think that they benefit by seeing the growth of these new people, but also the new people benefit because they are able to get a perspective from someone who's been around from the very beginning. And those folks are able to communicate and reflect the changes that they've seen. And if I were to just, you know, look at what we have on the call here today, it's great for, you know, the it's great for Sarah and Jeff to see the new growth of what's taking place underneath Joseph. They, 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 they like to see a person come on and start bringing on, you know, uh, good, strong leaders that have the ability to duplicate and grow. And they never, and it's great because it reinforces and it gives us what we call social proof, which we all need. That's why coming together in, in these calls and when we do our business development calls on, on Tuesday, a Zoom call on Tuesday and Thursday, hopefully bringing new guests. That's what, you know, by design we want to do. The, you know, the growth of your organization is always going to be dependent upon how many new people you're in front of. I was talking with Olga, and I said, hey, you know, she was telling me about, you know, the amount of new people that she's been talking to. And, um, and I was talking with Joseph, too. I said, the amount of new people that you're bringing into the business provides yet more social proof to those that are already in the business. So going back to the Sarah and Jeff examples, they start seeing and they start participating and they start offering their these people, their new prospects, let me just take Nick out of Louisiana for an example. This is, uh, you know, this is Joseph's cousin. Oh, what does that mean? Well, that, you know, not just, you know, you look at, he, he's not only introducing close friends and, and key leaders, he's introducing family members. Now, obviously, Nick is a, you know, phenomenal opportunity as a leader. He's a pharmacist. There's a lot of ways that we can help uh, establish new market share out of Louisiana. But here's the magic. So if you take a look, and I'm just, and just right, this is right off the top of my head, but I'm seeing it grow. If you take a look at Joseph's business, you've got people that are starting to grow because of what's taking place in the duplication underneath. So he, he has front lines of him right now. I'm just looking at the board right now. You've got Nick, a new PPC member. You've got Olga, now PPC, building and developing business. You've got Stony Grimes went out last month and killed it in terms of bringing on new consumer development and has a goal to do that again yet this month. So now you've got people that are not only building uh, new distributor, uh, new brand partners and distributors, but also new customers. So you've got a, you've got a kind of it happening on all different sides. And then you've got uh, on the call this morning, Lee, who's under whom? Well, that's underneath, um, you know, Becky. It's underneath Dina and Becky. Now, getting back to the example, how did Joseph get here? Well, genealogically, there are people upline from him that may have gotten involved and had all the intention of going out and building the business, and they did build and they made money. I mean, they made, made great money, $7,500, $10,000, and 
you know, uh, whatever the total amount is, this is income within a month, but then maybe they went on to a different, to a different focus. Maybe the, the growth of the organization from their perspective was not something they could ar actually architect and see. And now you've got Joseph down underneath all this who's just going out and building the business. Well, not only do you have Joseph building the business, but people underneath Joseph are duplicating what Joseph's doing, right? You've got Sony very active. You've got Olga obviously very active. Now we're starting to see new growth and new activity on the phone here today is Leanne, who's underneath who? Well, she's underneath uh, Dina and Becky. Well, maybe Dina and Becky could make it on this call. Maybe they, they had a number of different things that went on in their family, life distractions. <clears throat> who knows what that is, but here she is. So now that's yet another anchor to another line that he's building his business. And what I would always do is I would put together a graph, and I would always show all my frontline people, and then below those frontline people, I would have these circles of the folks that I was working with in the organization to do whatever I could do to start propagating new business development. And so you'll notice what Sean and I do is we look at every new line within the organization, and we start looking at what we can do to facilitate growth. So example, today we've got a meeting at the office uh, with Ozzy underneath uh, Olga. Well, what does that do? Well, that provides potentially a new market growth because I think Ozzy was mentioning senior care living facilities not just throughout the Houston metroplex area, but throughout the state of Texas. He's a realtor, right? So now today you start seeing it's a new, it's a new trend, and, and the network marketing industry has evolved and changed quite a bit. It's had to. There's now new competition back in the 90s, and in the 2000s, there was no Airbnb, there was no opportunity to drive Uber, or, or there was no Amazon stores. Today, that is the case. So when you get involved in network marketing, how you compete against other opportunities is simply a reflection of the business model and the opportunity that you have. So when people talk to me about network marketing, I have always been stunned and amazed. I just look at the growth of, of wellness, biosciences, and arts. Now, ask yourself this question. Had it, if it wasn't for the network uh, marketing business model, would, would Joseph be incentivized to introduce any of these people to the business? If it wasn't for the network marketing revenue sharing opportunity within the organization, not just on what he did personally, because now look at what he's doing. Today, he's got all gun. He's going to spend his valuable time today meeting with all of his prospect and myself. Well, that's leadership. And at some point in the journey, Joseph's aware that he starts duplicating and building leaders within the organization. See, this is the magic. This is how the organization does genuinely grow. It's not because it's not just because we're out there active every day. It's because you're looking for leadership. And in most cases, guys, the leaders in the organization that are going to happen are not necessarily going to be the people that you bring on front line. <clears throat> they may be stronger. Um, th there may be people within that individual's network that's even stronger than those people in terms of their reach, in terms of their influence, in terms of things that they've established already in their life. We don't know. Now, I think Olga is a great representation of good, strong female leadership, you know, someone that 
is out there every day doing, I mean, at any particular point in time, if you're questioning whether you're leading correctly in this business, ask yourself a simple question. If you have the opportunity for everybody within your organization to be duplicating exactly what you're duplicating, are they doing that? In other words, if, if I'm Olga and I say to myself, so would I like the rest of the people in my organization to be doing what I'm doing today? The answer, for the most part, where Olga's concerned is absolutely. They're out doing what? Speaking and talking to new people about a business opportunity with phenomenal product. I mean, if you get other people distracted in other different ways, focused on other different issues, that, that's probably not what you'd want people within your organization to be duplicating, but in her case, absolutely. Well, that's what Joseph recognizes, so he sees leadership. Well, he knows the best thing that he can do to support that leadership is to go in there and help them with their new prospect, solidify new growth, <clears throat> because that new growth with Ozzy as an example, potentially, could yet be another, um, another new leg of business growing within his company at a faster rate. And then he's going to go over to Louisiana, and he's going to work with who? Well, he's going to work, he's going to work with Nick. So his mindset, his mindset is that of, of architect. He's, he's got an engineer's mind in terms of how he's building his business. Well, well that's, where did Joseph come from? Well, Joseph came from some other folks that really are not active today. There's nothing wrong with that. They brought us the great news when people say, well, where did those folks go? I don't know. I hope they're well. The great news is, is they brought us Joseph. I don't have any ill will for people that are here for a bit and, and then they're, they're not. I mean, these are people that earn good money. I, I can tell you without a doubt there was not a particular time in any place where the company didn't ship, fulfill, and deliver and pay commissions. We, we did exactly what we were supposed to do. But, but maybe, maybe they're distracted. Maybe, they gotta, maybe, they, maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't. Who, who knows? I know this. That as a result of, of, of people genealogically, one person, uh, you know, a friend of mine from, you know, way back who, you know, brings us a, <clears throat> brings us a Mitchell Holzer, I'll call him by name. And then a Mitchell Holzer, you know, brings us a, um, you know, brings us a, a gentleman by the, by the name of Ruben. And then Ruben, of course, brings us strong leadership in a gal named Gail. And then Gail, you know, brings us Joseph. And here we go. And now genealogically, so if you look at the essence of the network marketing model, you've got now we're starting to click and add up significant amounts of business volume. If I were to look at it real closely, I would say that line is already reflected in, to in total business development. I'm talking about with Mitchell. Um, you know, he, he brought on a, he's brought on some business not just with this line, but with another line that a gal that got involved, Trisha Zodi, phenomenal, um, you know, potential growth opportunity. And then you've got this line. And you've got uh, everything that's taking place underneath this line. They're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars of business within the last 90 days. Okay? Now, if somebody can understand this is, not, is very counterintuitive to the normal growth trend of business if you were to go out and start another business, I don't care if it's for, you know, the top, the most, the highest rank we have at 60,000 or the lowest rank at 1,500 makes no difference. Okay. <clears throat> this is very counterintuitive to what you'll see in terms of <clears throat> market growth as a whole. Okay. It, it, it changes, but the, the most important thing to understand and learn 
is is the evidence, right? If you if you look at the evidence of what's taking place so far, it's reflective of how you're building a business inside of this particular business model. None of these people would have had any incentive to get involved in the business had there not been value-added product with a value-added business opportunity to generate income both immediately and long-term. It wouldn't be there. But it's there. It's evidence. So, so now we're not just building our business anymore in our company as a result of the prospect and the potential. It's becoming evident. Okay, now here's importance for us all to understand. The natural eye doesn't see things as though they're not. It's an unnatural eye. That's a supernatural. That's a vision. To see things that are not as though they were. And if you can speak things that are not as though they were, <clears throat> as Scripture tells us, then there is a higher propensity for them to come to pass because you're exhibiting strong levels of faith and belief combined with acts of, of planned effort and execution, now you get an unusual amount of growth. And so we know that faith and belief in most cases happen because of what people can what? They can see, feel, and touch in their natural senses the soul. But if you're operating completely out of faith, now you're exhibiting what has built the largest organizations in the kingdoms of the world. And I, I listened to a phenomenal message. My, you know, <clears throat> I, I got a lot out of it. And everybody, you know, walks away from a message yesterday at church. Uh, you know, I, our whole family was there, right? Seven of us. <laughs> we, we walk in and we went to church uh, here locally <clears throat> in Houston, Second Baptist. It was a great message because the message was geared around the, uh, and, and he uses great sim, uh, symbolism, but it was used around the, the challenges that sometimes we have in our faith and our beliefs. And I'm sure, <clears throat> looking back in history, there was probably very, a, a very difficult uh, challenge for people to believe that, um, that a man who died actually came back to life <clears throat> because that's all they could see, feel, and touch was the man. And men and women, as we know, traditionally don't, don't die and come back to life. Well, that's a major problem if you're trying to create faith and belief out of that unusually, unbelievably difficult circumstance of somebody that's trying to, if, you, if you're looking at people in their minds, they can't conceptualize them. And, and, and how, did, how, did the, how did the largest organization in the world come to pass? Well, because that man came back to life and he showed himself he made himself visible, even such that people could touch and feel the scars in, in his body. And, and then those people, because of that experience, went out, and they were willing to risk everything and their lives and everything about them because of their belief. Now, that was a major solution to a problem. How do you create such strong belief? Well, there's nothing stronger in my mind than seeing somebody die personally and seeing them come back to life and speak with you and talk with you and feel their body. I would tell you that for me, there's nothing in the world that would make me unbelieve that. Okay? 
But now the challenge is thousands of years later for people to accept and acknowledge the data that was within the context of that event. And all of the, all of the social and designated proof that took place because the reality is whether you believe or you don't believe is not the issue. There were 12 people that went out in twos and because they shared their vision and their belief, vision and belief, because that's really all they had. And, and because they went out in twos and they shared that opportunity with other people to accept it and think, what was the opportunity that they were sharing? Tough sell if you think about it. If you believe, you ascend. If you don't, then you don't, you, you don't ascend. You, 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 you die and you go down, okay? That's the sell. And by the way, if they got caught selling it, they basically lost their lives. Their heads got chopped off or hung upside down in both, right? Well, think about that for a second. That's a pretty tough sell. But because of vision and belief was so strong, those 12 people, whether you acknowledge it, believe or don't believe is not the issue. The fact is, to this day, they built the largest organization this world has ever seen. Billions of people yesterday celebrated the resurrection of a risen Christ. And I always talk, people say, well, why do you call it Happy Resurrection Day? Because I learned in discipleship that the term Easter, and there's nothing wrong with it, it is, I don't know if you know what this means, but Easter is um, the goddess um, is, is the goddess of fertility. But, and so Easter, that somehow, somehow or another, was adopted into the association of the risen Christ. So I say Happy Resurrection Day. Well, think about this, guys. We yesterday, billions of people celebrated the resurrection of a risen Christ. There are a lot of people that don't acknowledge and don't believe, and that's okay. But the largest organization the world's ever seen was built because 12 people went out in pairs of two with vision and belief. Now, let me ask you a question. What do you think that, what do you believe genuinely in your heart of hearts is going to be required to build your business? Well, today we've got some social proof. We've got people getting great results with product, no question. They're sleeping better. They're, they're feeling uh, a different temperament in their body's homostasis. They're, they're recognizing their, their overall well-being over time now, not just the immediate gratification, not just the experience they have when they use our meter plus our the inhaler, but I'm talking about over time they're starting to see their bodies are responding differently and their overall state of wellness is better. I think that it's, it's evident to understand and see that people are gaining significant benefit from our simmer, our, our durable, our wellness durable device, right? So, and, and it continues to go, but ultimately, to go out and talk to somebody about building and developing a business in the early stages, maybe all they can see and grab a hold of is the personal experience that you've had with a great product. And then they come and they maybe meet a Sean Baker or a Sarah Davidson or an Olga Chapman or, you know, and, and, or, or J.P. Nessick, Dr. J.P. Nessick. I'm just using examples. And then they see, and, and some, some of the words that are spoken, which is amazing, the power of a spoken word, gives them an opportunity to see something from a slightly different light, a slightly different perspective. And now, when at first they couldn't see, now they can see more. And they say, you know what, I'm going I'm to really take a good look at this. And maybe then they meet with you or someone that you're directly working with. And they start to see a little more. 
And then they come back and they, they come yet to another meeting and they see a little more. And before you know it, they say, I'm just going to make a decision to get involved and I too am going to go out and share this opportunity with new people. And I'm going to share this product with new people. Well, now you've got an organization that's growing at a faster pace than you ever would have, you ever would have conceptualized in the early stages, but it's all being built on results that people are having. But yes, it's being built now because there's a vision and belief. If you talk to Olga Chapman, I, I just want to challenge you, talk to her. She, she, she has such a gregarious personality, but you know that she really does speak into existence the opportunity of earning $100,000 a month. So think about that for a second. You know where I was when I got involved in this business 30 years ago? I was praying to God and hoping that somehow or another I can earn an extra $5,000 a month, and that is the God's honest truth. I had no idea that the opportunity that I accepted to earn $5,000 a month would transition into a new career. I'm not earning $5,000 a month, but well in excess. I mean, earning millions of dollars, traveling the world, meeting my wife, having a family. Had no idea that it would lead to all. The, I don't know what God would have done to me in that previous. It would have been different. But here, the journey has expanded drastically. And it's been, it's been a process. And so as we look out there, we say, guys, in the next three to five years, based upon people's comp plan that they're existing in now, in most cases, today, if they're working in real estate, maybe they're involved in several different deals entrepreneurially. Maybe they have an existing job and they're involved in different deals. What we just explore with them is the potential and the opportunity to get involved in the hockey stick upward growth trend of what's taking place within the CBD industry. And we give them a, uni a unique opportunity to get involved, not just in, the, in that industry, but, but what about you know, the industry of, of, of uh, bioterrorism and, and counteracting the effects of what takes place in our air, not subject to the whims of, of somebody that would just bring a, a virus to us, but being able to counteract those viruses. Or, or further that, to get involved in other types of bionutritionals. As an example, what would that mean? Well, that means that you're a person building and developing a marketing and distribution company that has the potential of, of capturing market share in new markets. Were, were, you know, was there a cost involved in expanding the market share into all of these different markets, whether it's now California, Idaho, um, you're looking at uh, throughout the state of Texas, Oklahoma, you know, now expanding and moving into Louisiana. What, what normal company goes from just a few million dollars in annual growth to tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars? It's because you're consistent with your message, you're consistently bringing people together, you're creating culture, and you're giving people a unique opportunity to expand and grow their business not just as a result of what they do, but leveraging off of the success of other people. And when I share this with people, guys, I know it's counterintuitive. I know that not everybody is going to receive what I'm sharing, but you know what? I know this. There's a group of people that already have. And what they're doing with it is evident. They're continuing to grow out and build the business because of what it means to them economically, yes, on the immediate income scale. Are we going to pass some great immediate income you know, this month? You better believe it. But you know what we're also paying out? We're paying out residuals. 
We're paying out residuals. We're not just paying out immediate. We're paying out residuals to people that are genealogically upline from all the activity down below. And in many cases, guys, I would just tell you, I don't think that Olga's ever met the people in her upline. I know for sure that, uh, you know, the people that she's gotten involved and brought into the business have never met them. I know for sure that Becky and Dean have never met the people in, in their upline. I know that for a fact, you know. And so the people in the upline are there. God brought them to us. And as a result of, of them and their participation, they brought us other people. That, that's just sometimes what happens. I've had people bring me personal messages and information that I needed that only could have come from God, but he used people to do it. And we as a company recognize we honor everybody's participation at all times. We don't discount anybody ever. And I have nothing negative to say about anybody. I can tell you this, the people that have gotten involved in this business did it because they were equally yoked. They were looking for an opportunity. Maybe they're still here, maybe they're not, but I do know what is here is fantastic. The leadership that's here, listen, you know, God brought it all together. He brought, you know, he brought Sean and I together. And then he brought a group of people together with us as founders. And then he brought a group of people together with us as, as brand partners. And then those brand partners, along with some of the founders, have exhibited continued growth. And now today we have a whole new group. Last year they weren't even here. They were not involved on these phone calls, speaking and talking with any of us. But here we are today. And it's a, it's a really, it's an exciting thing because for us as a company, yes, we've had the opportunity to, to go through this experience before. Is it different today? Absolutely, it's supposed to be different. The one thing that we can all count on, the only thing that you can count on is, is, is the fact that you've got, you've got your Savior in heaven and you've got change that's always going to happen. Nothing's going to stay the same. I remind my kids of that. I remind my wife of that. Change is constant. The ability to respond to change in as positive a way as we possibly can is the key. We can't control the changes that will take place. We can't control the changes in our economy. We can't control the changes of the leadership of the, of the country. We can't control the political decisions that people make. What can we control? How we respond to everything that's going on. The winds of change are blowing on us all, guys. It's about how we set our sail. And here we have a unique opportunity to go out and build a business that can throw off significant revenue over time, not just for us, but for our children and our grandchildren, if you can see it. If you can see it. There was a time, guys, I couldn't see it. But because someone came along and they spoke to me, and then I saw the evidence, it became real to me. And for some of you, that's starting to happen right now, and I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it. We're excited in so many different ways, in so many different ways, to, to be involved in, in your businesses. And you guys bring so much, so much value. So I just want to say, guys, these, these calls are reflective of you and your leadership. We have an opportunity to share experience, but you, you make the calls. You make all this experience real. You know, when I look at the quality of the people, I look at Jen Rennell, I mean, that's a, there's, there's, you've got quality people, people that do care. And my good buddy Al Cheek, Dr. J.P. Nesson, all the people, Michael Vanderder, he's a, hey, had it not been for Michael, the, the organization would not be the same. 
Is he in, is he in our events? Well, no, he's not. That's God leads, God leads Michael. I don't lead Michael. But should he decide to get involved, I can tell you this, the culture of the organization is going to be a, co- a company led, led by something bigger than Sean and myself. See, the one thing that we have, guys, and I'll just end with this, the common denominator for us is our belief system. We're equally yoked. And we have, do we have things to discuss and agree on? And do we have to agree to disagree sometimes? Of course. But you know what our common denominator is? That's why marriage, sometimes some marriages work and some don't. You've got you to gotta be equally yoked, and you've got to buy into the same belief system. And for us, you know, God is, God is the, um, and Scripture gives us a playbook to operate our lives on. And then sometimes when we look at what we need to do as a company, we reflect on those principles to distinguish who we are and who we're not. And then interestingly enough, God brings us those same types of people. I'll just conclude with this. You know, Nick out in Louisiana, real quickly. He said, Barry, I came to your event, and I saw something in you guys that let me believe that you guys were, you didn't didn't try to preach at us. In fact, you never even said, it it was very clear that you weren't trying to be overboard, but I could see God in this, in the midst of the event. Well, he's a faith-based guy. He had a son there. Well, do you think that that doesn't speak confirmation to me? It says everything I need to know. It says that we're on the right track, that God is bringing the right people to the organization. I'm not saying I have everything figured out. I'm like all of you. I'm a work in progress. But I'm saying that this is going on in front of us. We're seeing the exhibited growth. And I can tell you it's an honor and a privilege for Sean and I to be a part of it and to really continue to grow something that we believe is going to be extremely special as we, as we move forward together. So, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be on this call. And, uh, you know, lift up my brother, uh, you know, Sean. He's, going, you know, he's having the same, the same sort of virus that I went through last week. I'm on the men. But, man, you know, we all need each other. No one builds us by themselves. So, guys, we're, we're um, appreciative. We love you so much. Thank you for the time on this call at 8.30 a.m. on Monday morning. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And um, we're excited, guys. We're excited about the meetings that we've got going on, the growth that's taking place in Houston, in California, Louisiana, uh, you know, different parts of Idaho. And we're excited because we know what this is going to mean for you guys when you duplicate this same type of activity because of vision and belief. So thanks so much, guys. We love you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.